0: Shalom Aleichem, this is Rabbi Kovex. We are continuing our study of Mishnah Yomi in the 4th Perik of Ma'asrot. We've been discussing in the past, past couple of prokim activities that make produce have a gemar malacha, a finishing step of the production, or bringing it into the bayit, or doing some kind of transaction with the produce. And all of these items are kova la maeser, meaning they fix an obligation to take meiser. There's no more snacking until you actually take the tithes. Here, the fourth of Mishnah, Olive, gives some exceptions. Ha kovesh, someone is pickling produce. Vasholek is partially cooked, is part cooked. Moleah, or he's salting it. Chayiv. So these steps are considered like cooking. And cooking, as we saw in the last parak, actually cooking the food makes it chayiv and meiser. Because if you're cooking it, it's a formal kind of eating. It's a real su'uda. It's not merely a snack in a chilat aray. Chamim ba'odama. but bear is sticking it into the ground to ripen. Sometimes that helps the fruits ripen. Potter. That's not considered a a fixing for the taking of meiser. Hamtabu Basade putter, dipping food out in the field, that's putter, meaning he's dipping it into salt, vinegar, ketchup, whatever he's got out in the field, but he's not at home on his table with a bunch of dips and a nice layout or a nice suda. It's not a suda, he's just dipping his bread or his produce or his grapes, his fruits, his bananas into some kind of dip out in the field as he's watching his sheep. Hapotseya Zetim Srof. Putter. Someone crushes olives to make them less bitter, so he's potter. So these are apparently a green olives out in the field, so if you squish them up a little bit, it makes them more edible, even though they're still bitter. That's not considered a Gemar Molochah. So potter. squeezes olives to get the oil on his skin, that's potter. He's squeezing it directly onto his skin, not into a vat, not into a press. <inaudible> if he's squeezing it into his hand... And then from his hand, he's going to go somewhere else to anoint. That is chayev. It's kind of like processing it in a press. le le'tavshil. Someone skims for a cooked food. What he did here, he he poured raw wine into his bowl of his of his food. Now the the food, the tavshil, it's it's been tied. It's taken care of. But the raw wine has not because it's not finished wine. Here he got it from the pipe or from the upper vat. If we recall in the first parak, the seventh Mishnah, when they would finish wine, the finishing step was to go down to the lower vat where the grape juice flowed into and skim the top. So we makpi the schmutz, the skins, the seeds, uh, the stems off of the top. But here he's just pouring the raw wine uh, into his food and then he's taking out the seeds so he his food. So that's putter. It's not finishing for the wine. The kadera chayef. If he poured raw wine into empty pot and then skimmed it off, he is chayef and Meiser, Shahu Kibor Katan, because an empty pot, it's like a small boar. It's similar to what we saw in the first Parak Seventh Mishnah. The wine flows down into the lower reservoir, and then you skim it off, it's considered finished. Mishnah Bet, Tinokot, young children, Ta'im the They've hidden figs for Shabbat. This is amazing, Bosai. These young children are getting ready. Shabbos. TinoKot is is quite young, very young toddlers we're talking about, but they have enough mental capacity to realize that they see their parents, their peers getting ready for Shabbos, and they want to do something. This is such a reminder that our kids emulate us. They don't do as we say, they do as we do. So even though these children are so small, they see everyone else running around preparing for Shabbos. So they want to do something too. So they hide figs for Shabbos. Either that they don't want their friends to take their figs. Because back then the Rambam says, you gave kids figs, fruits, nuts, uh, honey. When they learned, when they memorized their Mishnah, that, that was their candy. So they're trying to hide their candy or they're trying to prepare for Shabbos. Like they see everyone else doing, beautiful thing. So they hid their figs. And Bartner points out, not in the house. Because if you brought them in the house, it's so they hid them somewhere else. Asran, but they didn't take Meiser. These are very smart kids. They know how to take miser. They know. They see the parents taking Meiser. They know what they know what they're doing. Lo yochlu the They can't eat them motzei Shabbat until they take maasers. So now they can't they, can't eat them on Shabbat because Shabbat itself, even a snack on Shabbat, is koveil miser. As we've mentioned, every eating on Shabbat is chashuv, is kavua. No snacks on Shabbos. So you might, you're, you might think you're snacking on Shabbos, but your Neshama Yaseira has other plans. So it's, it's a reminder on Shabbos to make all of our activities uh, more kavodical, to, to use a new word, to have a, a, kavua, a kavua kite to our eating and our drinking and whatever we're doing on Shabbat for the kavod of Shabbat. So they can't eat them on Shabbat because Shabbat is Kavela Miser, but even most Shabbat, even though they sort of hid them as a snack, you know, you might think I could snack from them. No, because their intention, their dat, to put them away for Shabbat, is kovea lemeiser. The Bart Nura says, Yesh lochem hanikaret mitroch You might have thought these young children don't have uh, a valid intent. We've seen earlier the intent of the father is binding on the members of the household. Uh, but but here the, we can see from their actions, putting these figs away for Shabbat, they intended them to be for Shabbat, so it's binding. And it is koveila meiser. Similarly, Kolat Shabbat, a basket set aside for Shabbat. He wants to eat this basket of fruit on Shabbat for Sudas, dessert. Beit Shammai Potrin, Beit Hillel So Beit Shammai says it's potter. You could still eat the fruit before Shabbos starts. Beit, Shabb- Beit Hillel says no. It's Kavod Shabbat already. It's already set aside for Shabbat, and therefore it's kav- it's Kavua already, like the figs that the kids have hidden. On a similar theme, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, So too someone gathered up a basket full of produce to send to his fellow. No one can eat this until you separate meiser. Once you put the fruit in the basket, his intention, his plan, is to send it as a gift. It's kovea. A person doesn't change his mind. He's putting together a nice gift basket, so it's kind of like a kinyan already, and which is a transaction for miser. Mishloach Manot for Purim might be a little different because you have to send something ready to eat. So I think there's an assumption that the tithes have been taken. So over there. Have a great day, Rabotai.